welcome to the Magnificent Vibes Podcast, aka MVP, where we talk about sports, music, media, and stuff that you might or might not care about. In today's episode, we're going to break down the NBA preseason. Yes, preseason has kicked off for the NBA. We have some interesting matchups that happen, but are me and Ann taking it seriously going into the regular season? Well, keep listening and you'll find out. Also, we're going to discuss drama with KD and the Knicks and his opinion on the Knicks organization and also his thoughts on being interested in signing with the Knicks. We'll talk about that. Also, we break down the epic battle between Shaquille O'Neal and Damian Lillard. In our music table discussion, we're going to break down two producers, Ayatollah and Nicolay, as we break down their discography and tracks also we have a special this face grocery store segment for you and we got some rewards to give out so just sit back relax chill get you some popcorn nachos whatever you like to eat during the listening of this podcast and enjoy the show What's going on, man? What's again this on? Man, dude, we back. Hey, Anchor Man, been hating on me this last couple. Appreciate that, man. I know I lost that loss to one, but ain't got to do like that. You cut, you cutting off, Rob. What you say? Man, Anchor, Anchor keep hating on me. I see, you, you I know, see. You know, you people barely hear me. I, I barely can get on vibes and stuff of late. Like, like, what's up with that, Anchor? They, they blackballing you, man. They blackballing you. They don't want the people to hear this truth. <laughs> Ooh, man. I don't know what's going on, man. Ooh. Hey, man. You know what might help? I don't know. I don't know what kind of fun you got, but, like, when I did my um, when I did my, my last, like, iOS update, that, that helped a lot. I just updated. I just updated. Like, got all the new features on there. You know, I can turn my screen dark. You know, the night. They got the night feature on there. What you could... It's dope, man. I like the new iOS, man. But, dude, I guess Anchor disagree. <laughs> I guess the iOS ain't legit with an iPhone 7. I'm sorry. I don't have a three-camera iPhone X and iPhone Zs and all that other stuff all these rich folks got. But, man, I'm still I'm still stuck with my 7. So, uh, seven, I 7 is a uh, 7. Yeah, 7. I think my last one was a... No, actually, my last one was a 6S. My last one was a six S, but I, I did have trouble with that one. I did have trouble with that one. Oh, the six, bro. Ooh, I don't think that lasted long at all, dude. I, I ended up getting rid of that like real quick. It was draining. Like when they did the new iOS update, it was draining my battery and everything. Like it was crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the one where they yeah, they were having battery issues. Yep, yep. But man, real quick, man, I want to send a shout out to all those friends out there who don't know how to silence their phones or their iPads during the meeting. <laughs> hey, before you get into your story, true story, dude. <laughs> uh, th- th- there was a brother, he's about to get up, the chairman was about to get on stage to uh, get the meeting for the Saturday meeting started. Uh-huh. Somebody had a Woody Woodpecker ringtone. <laughs> 
<laughs> All you heard was. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, the friends start busting up, bro. Oh, man. Dude, dude, I make sure, whenever I chair the meeting, I make sure before we start, I tell everybody, please silence your phones and your iPads if you have not done so already. If you think you have done so, please double check and make sure you did. Because, dude, I guarantee you, every meeting, and I don't know if this is regional or cultural, man, but every meeting we get at least three phone calls during the meeting. Like, audible phone calls. Like, Dude, last meeting, man, about a week ago, man, this was the phone went off, and it was it was Lionel Richie's "Hello," <laughs> just 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 playing, just playing all through the meeting, and then and then they always had a phone like like deep in their purse, where it's like they can't get to it and silence it, so it's like everybody's just sitting there waiting for you to silence your phone, and it's like it takes a good like 15, 20 seconds for you to even find it. Okay, and then and then you gotta do the, the walk of shame to the to the to the back of the hall in the vestibule to go go turn off your phone. Okay, and then you got the person whose phone is going off. They know it's their phone, and they just sit there. <laughs> Everybody's staring yeah, at them. Everybody, everybody's staring at them. They just sitting there. Oh, uh, like like like, man, man. If I be real still, if I be real still, they won't know it's me. It's like we know it's your phone. It's coming from your pocket. <laughs> Hey man, dude, this is this is regional, bro. This is regional. This, actually, this is universal, man. I think this is going on at halls all over the world, man. This ain't nothing cultural about it, dude. People just don't turn off their ringtones, man. And I remember one time, man. I remember when, like, this was like way before we really started using tablets at our and phones at our meetings. And you know, you had the ringtone era. You know, with all these ringtone rappers back in the mid two thousands, everything. <laughs> And <laughs> somebody phone go off of this two live crew. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, out two stories, man. I was in the field service. I was actually visiting my wife all man for field service. And <laughs> well, you know, me and the wife, we went to, you know, she wanted to spend some time with her father-in-law and her, you know, service arrangement. So we decided to go pay them a visit. Man, somebody ringtone went off. It was Shauna. I was getting Oh no! Yes, yes. Like you know, as, as, you know, Ice Cube voice is sampled in the, in the, in the song, <laughs> and, and like he got it. The brother had it where it's like the very beginning of the song. So it's like get 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 get. get. I was just no. no. Oh. They on house. You said they cover, brothers. <laughs> oh no! Hey man, bro, don't be having them ratchet songs with y'all ringtones too, man. Like, yeah, if you if, if, deal if you, with that, man, change your ringtone to something you will not be ashamed of everybody to hear when 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 your phone goes off during the meeting, man. Folks be having yeah. some. Folks be having. Some, some some questionable ringtones, man. But yeah, please. Real please questionable. Silence your phones, man. And if your phone go off, don't act like it's not you. Because we gonna sit there yeah. and stare at you till the phone go off. <laughs> they just gonna sit there. Oh, 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 yeah. I hope they don't know it's me. It's like, man, turn your phone off. <laughs> oh, and on top of that, staying on the phone on the ringtone thing. Also. 
this is another thing that people ignore, man. But that that this can be annoying if you're like real close to them. When they they don't silence their phone, they put it on vibrate. Well, that's still, still better. That's still better than than just having it just out and just ringing like like just you know on default. Like I would much I rather that. I would much rather vibrate than than have to hear a song. Cause cause if you got it on vibrate and you sitting in the back of the hall, I'm sitting in front of the hall. Your phone going off. I ain't gonna know. But if 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 you got Lionel Richie's Hello playing, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like a like like it's coming from a boombox. Like yeah. yeah, I'm gonna be distracted by that. But here's the devil's advocate of the vibrating. Even though, yeah, true, it's not it's not as loud as a regular ringtone. People use that, you know, argument as an excuse not to turn it vibrating off. They'll just let it keep going. Like it, oh, it ain't that loud. This is not gonna bother. No, man, dig in your purse or dig in your book bag and still turn it off, dude. Like I've I've been at meetings where oh you hear. And I'm like, man. And nobody just said they're just letting it go off. Like, it ain't disturbing because it's not an actual ringtone. No, man, turn that off too, bro. Well, if it's rattling everything in your purse, yeah, that you need yeah. to, you need you to fix that. You got keys in your purse. You got other things in your purse. You got makeup, whatever y'all carry in your purse, ladies. Y'all got metal stuff in there and the phone is right next to it. It makes the sound propel, you know, so you're still going to hear it. So turn that off too, man. The, the the brothers say from the platform, silence your phones. Not put it on vibrate. Not just just silence it, man. Turn it off. Put it on mute. Like, well, what I do is I, I put it on vibrate and I and I put it in my suit, you know, my suit jacket. So like on the inside, so if it does go off, like you know what I'm saying, it's only yeah, really yeah, affecting me. Because I'll true. get tackled. I'll get texts from random people in the hall, like, like, yeah, the phone hookup ain't on, brother. You know what I mean? So I like to have it on because of that, you know, to stay attuned to that. But like, you know, hey, man, yeah, people got to figure something out, man. People got to figure something out. And stop, stop, stop putting your, every time, every time we go to a video part in the, in the Christian Life and Ministry meeting, please silence your tablets because folks tablets just be going off playing the video before we get to watch the video on the big screen. <laughs> Like, 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 figure it out, man. Figure it out. But again, that wouldn't happen if you had it on silent. Put it on silent, man. Put it on silent, or as De La Soul said once said, put it on vibrate. <laughs> and that's true, man. Another thing, too, on top of the whole phone, staying on on the subject. Hey, shouts out to them friends, man, that try to take advantage of the phone hookup, like. Do telephone hookup is strictly for people that cannot get to the meetings. Like they are unable to go. I I, I can't stand when people ask for, oh, uh, can we have the the I, I, somebody giving a first talk, for example. Somebody giving a first talk, and oh, um, I want to give. Do you do you guys have a telephone hookup? A family member wants to listen in. No family member. Yeah. Why can't the family member just, just come? Just come. Right. Now we got our telephone hookup number all out and got people just talking. At one point, <laughs> one of the friends was complaining because they kept hearing somebody's dog barking. Oh, no. Yeah, I hate that. We've had that. 
dogs barking, toilets flushing, people arguing with each other, wor- worldly family members arguing with each other, cussing, man. Come on, man. You know, no, we we putting a kibosh on this. We putting a kibosh on this. If you on the infirm list, then you get you get the number. But anybody else, man, you you get you got to come to me, man. Ain't gotta nobody, ain't nobody, ain't nobody trying to hear all that. No, no. I know, I know things happen you where you, sick, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You sick, all right? You sick of coming to the meet? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. But yeah, that that's a good shout out. Man. That's definitely a good shout out. <laughs> Brother, I've been lying to Richie playing in the background. It was like, hello, <laughs> is it me you're looking for? I said, is that, is that Lionel? <laughs> you got to cue the music for that one. <laughs> oh, man, that's hilarious, dude. That's hilarious. <laughs> but uh, anyway, man, we're about to get into this show. Uh, unless you got any more shout outs. No, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm done. I'm going to save it for next week. <laughs> all right. All right. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> We're about to get into this NBA, man. Preseason action has started. Yes, sir. I don't sir. know if you've seen any highlights yet. I have. I have. So so what are some of the things that uh, caught your attention that you feel like could be a factor going into the season? And what are some things that caught your attention that you think is overrated going into the season? Things that caught my attention? Absolutely nothing. I'm one of those people. I don't. I don't. I, I. I'm. I'm slightly interested in the in the preseason. I'm moderately entertained by the preseason, but you cannot really judge how the season is going to go from the preseason. It's just, you know, it's not a strong indicator. You know what I mean? Like honestly, the first the first ten games of the regular season isn't even really a strong indicator. You know, let's 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 reconvene in like December or January once these teams got a larger sample size under them where you can kind of analyze, you know, their strengths and weaknesses. Because if you buy too much into the preseason narrative, you would think it's all about the Lakers right now. Right. And while I think the Lakers make a strong case as title contenders this year um, because they have height. You know what I mean? They got something that a lot of other teams just don't have, which is which is size. You know, you don't know what's you don't know what's going to happen. Uh, Anthony Davis ain't never played an 82 game season in his career, so let's wait and see what happens with that. When is Cal Kuzma getting back? You know what's going to happen with LeBron? Is he actually going to play defense? Is there some other X factor on the team that's going to derail them? Like, let's just you know, let's just wait it out and see it. Let's 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 watch and be entertained, but let's not let's not try to determine who the championship contender is after two pre-games two preseason games yeah i agree man like you listen to like all of these espn slash box sports programs already making predictions about the season all based off one preseason game i'm sure you saw the highlights to the golden state warriors lakers game but yeah, yeah. I mean, like they don't even they don't like, even play like they, everybody during these games. It's like like they already anointing the Lakers the champions. Like after one game against Golden State, like uh, oh, Anthony Davis got five dunks in the first quarter. Like what? Like do y'all Golden State didn't even have like they have a bunch of like bench players that's trying to make the team in in, in, in the game. Like exactly overrating that. Yeah, why would you? Why would you put it all out on the line for like a preseason game? Yeah, we gonna we gonna play all our starters, you know, because we we really want to get this preseason win. Like like nobody yeah. is playing smart is doing that. No, no, they not. 
They not. Because even with the Lakers, I, I heard they didn't even play LeBron and AD in the second half. No, they did. They did. Yeah, they, they so first, second quarter. Yeah, so you know, and we all know LeBron. I mean, like in the in the grand in the larger context of the game of basketball, we all know LeBron is tend to be a no show on uh, in fourth quarters. So you know, let's just let's just wait it out. You know, because we know how he do. Come come yeah. come around in the fourth quarter, man. Like Biggie said, mess around, get made of milk box material. <laughs> he on that milk box. Be on that milk box. Yeah, I've seen him. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm the one thing that I'm not definitely going to overrate is the preseason. I, I just, I, w- I definitely wanted to talk to you about this as a first topic because it's driving me crazy, man. When I watch. You know these these sports shows, and they talking about like just just making like all these bold predictions based off a preseason game, based off Zion's first performance, based off the uh, Ben Simmons hitting the three, and now all of a sudden <laughs> annoying him, Steph Curry, uh, he's gonna have a Steph Curry license. Like, shut up, man! Like, what are y'all talking about, dude? This is preseason. Everybody practicing, man. Everybody just trying to. All these superstar players, all they're doing is trying to experiment on things that they might or might not do during the regular season. Exactly. Well, you, you know, know, just man. like oh, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, man, you know what I mean. The media needs a story. You know what I mean? It's been a couple of months since we had any free agency movement, any any significant movement anyway. And you know, we've been we've been waiting for this season to start. So it's like as soon as the season starts, even if it's the preseason, everybody gotta jump up and get the hottest take and you know, uh, 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 the, the 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 most intriguing storyline and, and all of that, and, and right. so you know, so they can get their ratings up. But like, let's 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 chill on that, man. Let's chill on that. Like now, now the Lakers they do look good. I give them that. Like I was saying that even before the preseason, just from how their roster was 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 designed and and, and put together. Um, if they can stay healthy, they yeah. they could be title contenders. I, I don't see. There's nobody in the East I really see being them, beat, beating them. The West, of course, they're they going to have to watch it back for uh, the Clippers and the Rockets and, to a lesser extent, even the Warriors still. But if, if, if I, I they think, can stay healthy, they, they look good. Yeah, yeah, they look good. I, I like how Danny Green look. Danny Green already looks comfortable with LeBron. So I, I think that's a good sign. But but the thing is, they need, like you said, they need to stay healthy. They got a lot of veterans. They don't have a lot of young players. So if somebody get hurt, that could uh, set them back. And um, I, one of the things that I'm also looking out for, too, I'm keeping my close eye on Golden State, too, because I do see, even though is I'm not taking this preseason game seriously, but I do see a slight issue with the Warriors, and that's in the paint, dude. They don't have, they really don't have a legitimate big man. Uh, what's his name? Got hurt. Kyle Stein got hurt. So I don't know what they're gonna do about their interior situation. But um, if they don't fix that, they're gonna, teams are gonna just, hey, we're gonna just beat the Warriors just by attacking them, attacking the basket, and that's it. So, but uh, moving on, have you le- heard the latest from KD? I did. I did. <laughs> have you heard of which part of it have you heard? The reaction to his questions about the Knicks or his back and forth with fans? No, I didn't hear about the fans. I heard about the Knicks comments. <laughs> Man, this dude is 
KD, he's so sensitive, man. He got to respond to every... He just don't like the fact that nobody likes him. Like, <laughs> I don't know why... Why do you have to re- respond to people on Twitter? Why do you have to respond to Knicks fans on Twitter? And then... <laughs> It's like, come on, dude. But anyway, going back to what he said about the Knicks, for those who might not know about this interview that he did, he started off asking, they asked him a question about the Knicks. He said, I get it. It's hard to get the best players to play there. The interviewee wanted him to elaborate on what he meant by that. He said the following. I think a lot of fans look at the Knicks as a brand. And expect these young players who in their lifetime don't remember the Knicks being good. I didn't grow up with the Knicks being good. Well, I remember the Knicks being in the finals, but the kids after me didn't see that. So the brand of the Knicks isn't as cool to them as, let's say, the Golden State Warriors or even the Lakers or even the Nets now. The cool thing right now is not the Knicks. Then... He concluded this, this with this statement saying about the Knicks, you know, as far as him possibly joining the Knicks during the free agency. He said, I thought about it, but it's just a thought. I really, he said, I didn't really do any full analysis on the Knicks. So basically saying all in a nutshell, he wasn't interested in going to the Knicks anyway. So, so what do you take from all of this? He told absolute truth. Yeah. He told absolute facts, man. Like, yeah, the Knicks haven't been good in like forever, man. Like, it, it it's to, for me, it's less about. He, he, see, like, I, I do have a problem that he could, because he kind of like framed it within like this generational context. Like, you know, young cats don't remember the Knicks being good. It's it's not it's not so much that. It's just that. that was, by the way, but go ahead. You said what? That statement was inaccurate by KD, but I'll explain why later. But go ahead. Yeah, no, no, because even people like our age who are older than KD, like you, you, you put us in a, in a gym uniform and 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 you know make us a basketball player, we wouldn't want to play for the Knicks either. But that's that has more to do with like just terrible management. Like you know, right. the Knicks, the Knicks have the face of their organization is James Dolan, a thin-skinned billionaire. And as you know, thin-skinned billionaires aren't exactly popular right now in in the, in the world in general. And he's running the, 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 the team into the ground. He's running the organization into the ground. There's zero player development. There's zero strategy. When, right. when, when they do have the possibility to talk to a max player, they pull this bull crap up. They won't offer players to max. They look for reasons to, to, to screw people over. You know, like like they, they just in general, and it, it goes beyond James Dolan because it's Knicks fans too. They have this attitude that like, oh, well, who wouldn't want to play in a big city? Like I don't, I don't know. Maybe anyone who doesn't care about playing in the big city, like, like that's not a a big draw. A lot of these players come from big cities, so like that's not a huge draw. Like, like oh, I, I want to live in a city that I didn't grow up in. That's that's super huge and dirty. Like, who who says that they should want to come there? Oh, they get to play right. for the they get to play for the orange and white. They get to play for the orange and blue. It's like no, it's like. No, they want to. They want to play for a contender. They want to play for a, a, a franchise that has good management. They want to play for a place that's a that's, that's a destination spot for other players. Okay, like yep. like that has something going, like roster wise. Like like y'all act like the world owes y'all something because y'all New York, and it don't work that way. 
No, it don't. It's unfortunate that they are the opposite of what their the the signature baseball team in that city is. The Yankees, you know, they the Yankees are a high class, first class organization that everybody look up to. It's an honor to be in the pinstripes, to be playing for an organization that's won multiple championships. The Knicks are the total opposite. The Knicks are still holding on to nineteen what seventy two since they won a championship. Yeah. Like <laughs> it, it's that's a long time, and yeah, they've been they've had some you know winning eras like in the late eighties, early nine, well the ninth throughout the nineties when Patrick Ewing was there. They had some some winning culture there. Even a little bit after Patrick Ewing, you had the Camby and the Allen Houston and the you know Latrell Sprewell era. You also had the Carmelo era, which you know for for a little bit they were competing in the playoffs and everything and then it, the wheels fell off when Stoudemire started declining and you know Carmelo started chasing after the Bucks. that's when it all went downhill so that's the part that I disagree with on with, with KD as far as the Knicks not being you know not winning during this generation I'm sure this generation have saw the Knicks on a platform because they had Carmelo Anthony but relevant man like they're no, no one wants to no one, just like what Joe Kim Noah said, no one goes to Cleveland. No one goes on vacations and say, I want to go to Cleveland. No one goes to the league and say, I want to play for the Knicks. Like they, they would rather play for the Lakers or Golden State or, or San Antonio. I mean, people will go to San Antonio before they go to the to the Knicks. You know, I would, I would go to Sacramento before I went to the Knicks. <laughs> I'll go to the Bulls. I don't know about that. Hey, 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 at least the, at least the Bulls have been. Uh, somewhat relevant over the last couple of decades in comparison to the Knicks, a, a little bit more consistent. Now the Knicks, I mean, the Bulls have been trashed the last three, four years, but I do the Knicks. I mean, both of them are got organizations where the owners really don't care if the team wins or lose. So they're kind of in the same boat. But yeah, I mean, I just think the Knicks are just they're they're thriving so hard to have a superstar player to play for them and. They were clamoring over Zion to come there, and they were clamoring over LeBron at one point to come there, and and now Durant, and and it's not working. Nobody wants to go there, man. And it's expensive. New York is expensive, man. Nobody yeah. want to live in New York. Yeah, <laughs> media's rougher. Yeah, on second so, thought, so I on, second get, thought I, on second thought, Roddy, I would rather play for the Bulls. At least I know the city. <laughs> At least I can get some hair on. You right. know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. At least you get some heralds, you know what I mean? Some sharks or some Captain Hooks every I, once in a while. I, I know, know, I know where they champagne and campaign at, you know. <laughs> exactly, exactly, man. New York too overcrowded, man. I can't deal with it. I can't deal with it. But, but yeah, man, I agree with Durant. I have no problem with him. What he said, I knew. And I, me and you, we've been saying it on this podcast for what last couple of seasons. That Durant wasn't going to the Knicks, so yeah, I was saying if he was smart, he, he would not go to the Knicks. Yeah, right, right. So we've been saying it. it's like it's, this is nothing, nothing new, man. It's just KD finally voicing his opinion. But one thing I think KD needs to stop though is this whole tweeting, you know, Knicks fans because Knicks Knicks responded to his 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 interview and Knicks fans was coming at him real hard and. He was responding to it. I'm like, man, dude, KD, man, just just stay off the internet, is, is dude. Is KD like, married? You know what? One of the 
one of the fans attacked that part of they like one of them asked him that question like dude man are you married man you need to go and get married dude <laughs> like for real for real like this is not yeah, this, 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 I, I got my own thoughts on social media or whatever, and it, it, the behavior it, 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 it sparks. But I, that's, that's a whole other show on a whole other day. That's a whole podcast, dude. right? He do a whole podcast. He needs, on to, that. he needs to. I, w- I would say he needs to get a life, but he has a life. He a professional basketball player making millions of dollars, man. Get in the gym, get your get your get your Achilles to work on, man, and get on some new diets, lift some weights. But dude, man, you you, you got too much you could be doing other than replying to trolls on Twitter and New York Knicks trolls. Right. 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 Who cares what Knicks fans think right now? Right. <laughs> they're a bunch of, they, all their, their feelings are hurt, man. That's, it's just a bunch of hurt Knicks fans right now, man. Exactly. I, exactly. Hurt people want to hurt people. Yeah. I do have an award though, later on in the show that's going to a particular Knicks player. I can't wait to get to that later. But moving on to our next... I think I know who you're talking about. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Dane Dollar and Shaquille O'Neal. Oh, real quick. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Rod. I'm sorry, Rod. Real quick. One more thing I forgot to ask you during our our preseason discussion. What what for you would be the dream finals matchup for this next year? For for 2020? Mm Mm-hmm. Because everybody's already, everyone's already declaring it's going to be the Lakers and likely the the Sixers. I think that's a dream matchup. If you want to go dream matchup, yeah, I mean it's star studded. You got you know Joel and B who gives you drama. He he's going to talk trash the whole series. He's going to make you know when they're winning, he's going to do goofy stuff. You know Ben Simmons going up against his idol and, and LeBron and and you know you got. The Anthony Davis versus Joel and B. That's gonna be a big matchup. Like, but but I, I just don't see the Lakers losing to that in the finals. Like, I would I would rather see this. This is what I would rather see. And I know this, I'm just coming from a basketball fan's perspective. I wanna see Kawhi Leonard versus Greek Freak part two. Clippers, Bucks. Now that might not happen. Because NBA, they, they, they all about that money. They care about those matchups in the finals. They care about views. So I don't know if that matchup would get as much attention as if the Lakers and the Sixers was in it. But I, I, I would love, I, I enjoyed watching Kawhi and Greek Freak go at it last year in the conference finals. I wouldn't mind seeing that in the finals. Okay, okay. Man, just strictly from a basketball point of view, man, what my dream matchup, and I know this would never happen because of, like you mentioned, ratings. I would love to see Blazers-Bucks. That would be a good matchup because then you got two guys that, like, you know, Damian Lillard, you know, he's been, he's starting to crack the surface now. He's he's known now. I mean, now, now you can't walk around and say you don't know who Damian Lillard is now. Like, Shaq made sure he made the, the let the whole world know who he is, <laughs> which I'm gonna get to that in a minute. But like Dame, Dame, man, like I would love to see Dame on a championship plateau, and it would be nice to see him win a title. Um, and he, you got, you know, he's been in the league longer. I think he's been in the league longer than Greek Freak, right? Yes, he has. He has. Yeah, yeah. Hey, so, I, that's that's a that's a finals matchup where I would just I would just sit back and just watch it and enjoy. There would be no team I would be rooting against. 
you know, I, it was kind of like that last year. I wasn't rooting against Toronto or Golden State. I, if anything, I was rooting for Golden State, but I didn't mind seeing Toronto uh, win. I just hated Drake. Um, but yeah, I would love I, to see. I would love to see I, Milwaukee I, and Portland because they're they're two teams with like very driven all stars on them, and they haven't. Neither team has won a championship since the seventies. Yeah, yeah, uh, seventy three. I think the Bucks won in seventy three, and then the Blazers won in seventy seven. So. Yeah, that's that was the last time those two teams. It it would make a good storyline, like you know those being them that that being the last time both those teams making it to the finals. So yeah, that would be a that would be a nice matchup. And it's just just watching Greek Freak come it's come of age and and really take his team on his back. This is this is this is the year for him, man. Like I think he's gonna be a free agent after this season, right? Is he? Or a restricted free agent, one of those things. Oh, you know what? Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah. He said in an interview that he doesn't want to talk about it. He thinks it's disrespectful to talk about his free agency during the season. So I think he's gonna like really close the door on that and not give the media any type of pleasure in answering questions about his free agency. So um, looking forward to seeing. I'd love to see that. I I agree with you from a basketball ball perspective perspective i would just sit back and just watch and enjoy my wife not might not be into it which cool but you know because my wife's a huge like in order for my wife to watch the finals it's got to be somebody she's drawn to you know she's drawn to the warrior she's drawn she she used to be a huge tim duncan fan which was i don't know why a tim but, duncan fan yeah dude <laughs> yeah dude <laughs> You know what? The reason why is because she hated the Lakers so much. She okay. Hated she hated the Shaq and Kobe Lakers so much. Remember, after the after the Lakers, the season after the Lakers three-peated, they got knocked off by the Spurs, and Derek Fisher was crying in the locker room and all that stuff. And well, We was actually watching that game at my in-law's house when they eliminated the, the, the when the Spurs eliminated the Lakers. And my Man, Danita enjoyed every minute of watching Derek Fisher crying in the locker room, <laughs> and <watching> Kobe Bryant <laughs> with the soft Tim, face. Tim, Tim, Tim Duncan. I, I think I know why she liked Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan looks like looks like he would be a good spiritual head. <laughs> <laughs> he like like one of those experienced brothers with two kids that get right, great talk. Right. <laughs> Reliable, <laughs> modest. Always on top of it with the territories, right? <laughs> <laughs> he got the cards ready to go, boy. <laughs> oh, don't 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 do that house. That house got a dog. <laughs> oh man, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right, man. You're right. So, but yeah, that's that's you know if if, if I, I I gotta. I would love to watch that finals, but I'm gonna be alone to watching that finals, man. If that happens, no, you won't. I'm gonna be right there. I'm gonna be right there with you. I'm gonna be right hey, there with you. Go to prime time. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Get get Vaughn, get Vic, get the yep. squad. Yeah, that's all we gotta do. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to prime time. Yeah, big time, big time. But yeah, let's get into the Shaq versus Dame. Uh, <laughs> Primetime prime, prime prime time is the official champagne campaign spot of the campaign. Uh, yes. yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> we got to do a commercial for them, man. 
Oh, definitely. Definitely. But yeah, yeah, man. What you think of this Dane Shaq battle, man? Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. Now, people, people, man, people writing off Shaq, man. People writing off Shaq. I heard the tracks. Shaq came hard. Now, which one? That did you did you listen to the latest one? Yes, I the one um, called Second Round Knockout. Yeah. Yes. Okay, man. First of all, if you gonna if you gonna call your diss track Second Round Knockout, get the beat to Second Round Knockout. Don't get the beat the victory. <laughs> Thank you. I thought I was the only one. I was like, man, why is he using this beat, man? Like he should have used the cannabis beat. Yeah, he, he should have used it if, if you're gonna call it second round knockout. Otherwise, just call it victory or something. Yeah. But Shaq yeah. has some bars, man. Shaq has some bars. Now, I'm not gonna front. He's not as lyrically proficient as Dane is. Like, not by a long shot. But like, Shaq is Shaq would do better in a live battle. Mm-hmm. You know, he Hold has on. some bars, man. He has some bars. And then he hit he he hit him with the yeah, nobody. Somebody. <laughs> then he laughed at it at the end. Yeah, man, it was it was a cool diss, man. It was a cool diss. It's it's it's. I would say it's about it's about even, man. Cause like I'll be honest, man. Dame's Dame's second track, I rest my case. It was kind of it was kind of whack. It was kind of whack. It was weak. It was weak. I, I got to give it a tie, man. I think I think the first diss, Shaq said some nice stuff. But production-wise, it sounded like he recorded in a bathroom or in a hallway. It did. He was just yelling. And it was hard to kind of like... I had to kind of re-listen to his, his track a couple of times to really get some of the lyrics because he's just yelling, you know? But the funniest, <laughs> the funniest thing out of all these songs, <laughs> the funniest line, and it was, this wasn't even a verse. This was just a rant <laughs> when he said, I got baby mamas that make more money than you. Oh man! Oh man! That was that was hilarious. That was hilarious, man. But Dane got him on the first track. Yeah, Dane got him on the first track. But Shaq, Shaq, Shaq held his own, man. Round two, man. Yeah. He said he said Dame Lillard dressed like a thought. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I saw that. Saying, I, I I give I give Dane clearly had round one, but I, I I'm gonna get round two to Shaq, man. Yeah, me too. I gotta get round two to Shaq. Like Shaq came at him hard. He even mentioned the whole. He was like, "I'm gonna treat you like Rondo did Chris Paul." Yeah, that was that was sick, man. Dane said Dane's response wasn't that good, man. He said a couple of things, but it was like I was waiting for like he didn't have that same effect as the first response had. Yeah, yeah, no, not at all. <laughs> he said you platinum because you brought the copies in. Just <laughs> <laughs> he said I drive a Tesla. It don't take diesel gas. Like he, man, he he got at like little got at him at that first song, man. And the track was more like it was produced well, it was put together well. And then Shaq was like, oh, okay, okay, all right, I ain't gonna record my next disc in the bathroom. <laughs> Real studio. <laughs> yeah, it sounded like he recorded that. It sounded like he recorded that in like a White Castle bathroom, man. <laughs> he get the two breakfast sandwiches for three dollars afterwards. 
get the two. Let me get the two for three. <laughs> like, let me let me let me spit these bars real quick. <laughs> Hey, well, you're going to be waiting all day at White Castle anyway, so he probably ordered it and went to the bathroom real quick. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so how did the beef even start? Oh, so the beef started, basically, it was an interview with Dane Lillard on Joe Button's podcast, and Joe Button basically asked him about Shaq's rapping. Dane said he aight, but he not real. And... You know, that's not his exact words, but I'm just quote, just basically translating what Dame said in the interview. Like, you know, you know, he was good. You know, he's respected, but, you know, he can't really get up with today's rappers and, and stuff like that. So that's what spurred Shaq to go in the, go in the bathroom and, and record his diss. And the rest is history. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. The rest is history. So, but yeah, man, I, I enjoyed every minute of this. This and it's crazy because it was right after we recorded our last show. I remember seeing the text messages from from Vaughn about the Shaq disc, and I'm like, oh man, we just missed it, just missed it. But I'm glad we waited because then we could discuss the you know Shaq coming back at him again. So. Man, this was I, I enjoy every minute of this 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 battle, and I like the fact that they're keeping it about rap. It's not personal. It don't, it don't sound like Shaq and Dang gonna have they goon. It, it's just two two basketball, well, one former basketball player and a current basketball player just having fun and and just accepting the challenge of of of. Take, taking in the essence of hip hop, which is battle. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, yep. They keeping it on wax. It's, it's fun, man. It's fun competition, man. Hey, man, you 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 know I've indulged in these these sorts of things before. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know. I know. Very. I have a, a couple of copies. <laughs> hey, you know what we need to do? We should do a we should do a rap battle against Stayos. <laughs> hey, that sounds good. <laughs> I know say I was ready, man. <laughs> oh man. Shout out to them. <laughs> and don't let your loved ones hear this. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I had to close it. That was the nail in the coffin line right there. <laughs> hey man, that was classic, dude. I I, I never laughed so hard in the car. <laughs> I think I rewinded that just that part. I think I rewinded just that part like ten times in a row, dude. <laughs> oh man, who was you battling? Who, who, who was the brother you was battling? Oh, I was battling my boy uh, uh, Jay, um, uh, aka Mark Simpson. Oh, wasn't he on a couple of vibes and stuff episodes? No, he wasn't. He wasn't. No. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. All right, cool. All right, well, with that said, man, that ends our sports segment of our show. We're going to head to a commercial break, and then we're going to be right back. All right. Um. What is it, honey? I got a big meeting tomorrow, and I still can't sleep. I took sleeping pills and everything. Relax, honey. I think I've got just the thing. From the makers of Valtran and Similox comes America's number one sleeping aid, Ribs. Hickory. Oh, wow. 
Here's how it works. Once ingested, ribs go to work on your stomach, spreading barbecue sauce and greasy porkiness throughout, creating an age-old condition called the itis. You'll feel sluggish, drowsy, and should be asleep in a matter of minutes. Side effects include laziness, high cholesterol, high blood pressure, barbecue stains, wild bowels, doo-doo smells worse, and mud. Mud butt. All right, we back. All right, man. So moving on, we're about to go to this table. We got some producers we about to talk about, educate you guys on. Uh, for all the listeners out there, thanks for listening in to our last two mixes. Um, by me and Ian R2 D R2 D J2 whatever R J D2 and R J D2. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. R J D2 and was the topic of discussion this this week. Uh, the topic of discussion. Ian has a producer, and um, I want you to introduce him. All right, this producer's name is Ayatollah. You might not have heard it, the name, but you have definitely heard his music. Um, he's done stuff for uh, Most Def, Talib Kweli. Um, I think he's done some stuff for Fifty Cent or G or G Unit, one of the two. Uh, for the most part, he's a pretty he's a pretty underground producer. Uh, he's out of New York. I, I love his sound. It's it's he has a he has a signature sound, but it's still very diverse. Like you know, he he. He's one of those producers you can sell. You can tell he samples everything. He samples reggae, jazz, rock music, funk, like old soul, right. even some rock and roll, man. But the way he the way he utilizes vocal samples to me is just it's just so melodic and, and just genius. The way he layers vocal samples, man, and and uses vocals as an instrument within the beat. Um, he's he's got some great stuff, man. And he's very versatile. And uh, I look forward to y'all checking some of his stuff out that I'm throwing here. Okay, okay, all right. So, um, just just to, I'm gonna run through about 15 tracks real quick. Um, that that are particular favorites of mine by Ayatollah. Um, the track Miss Fat Booty uh, by Most Def. Um, again, you all have heard the song, but the producer's name is Ayatollah. He did that one. Uh, another track he did. Um, uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, okay, okay. He did another track I, I love. It's called "Everywhere." Um, this old soul sample that he just looped and just punched up, and it was on some project that he did that was actually, it was actually like some producer compilation that was a tribute to Kanye West. Um, some some one of them little little known like Bandcamp exclusive projects, or whatever. But it's called "Everywhere." Um, another track he did I love is called "Reality." Uh, um, I actually rhymed to this beat. I, I wrote a song about uh, tagging to this instrumental uh, reality. Um, another track he did, Know That. Uh, also, um, um, uh, Most Deaf Black on Both Sides, the track with Talib Kweli. Um, he produced Know That. Uh, another track. That's a great track. Yeah. That is a, that's one of my favorite songs off that album. Yep, yep, yep. Spectacular beat. Um, another track he did. Uh, all right. What was that other track? I'm sorry, the next track. It's called "Hold You." It's a track he produced for Master Ace on Disposable Arts. Yeah, I know he produced that. That's that's a nice track. Yeah, like yeah. Then another track, "Blood Red Roses" from his debut instrumental album, um, "Now Playing." Uh, another track, 
called Crazy. Another one called Someone. And then another track called Into Space. It's got a real like mid-80s old school vibe to it that's like pretty dope, man. It's like he really got traveled outside his comfort zone for Into Space. Then he's got his another another track called A Soul Prayer that's phenomenal from, from his instrumental album Louder. Then he's got another one called In Time My Brother. Um, just great. Man, In Time My Brother reminds me of just like a, a lazy Sunday morning, man, when you ain't got nothing to do. You got the house to yourself. You know what I'm saying? You just mm-hmm. kicking around, watching some TV. You know, just cooling out. I love In Time My Brother. Then another one he's got called Nature Sound. Then another one called Taking All Bets. Um, then another one called Three in the Chamber, which is um, nice little nice little instrumental. I actually did a little battle track, a little battle rhyme too. And then another one he did called The Real Thing. So you all will get to check out all these tracks uh, on your own time uh, with the mix, with the Ayatollah mix I'm gonna throw on um, on the on the uh, Magnificent Vibes podcast channel. So be sure to check these out. Good, this great, great. If y'all you look for something to freestyle too, this is, these are gonna be some great joints. And I'm looking forward to hearing a lot of those. I, I haven't really been up on Ayatollah like that. Like I never like gravitated towards him. But I'm, I'm looking at his discography. I'm like, man, I got some homework to do. Man, I'm gonna have to dig deep into this. Yes, 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 yes. He slept on, bro. He slept on, but not no more. We gonna put the people on. Oh yeah, oh yeah. We appreciate that. We appreciate that. So uh, I'm going to break down the producer, uh, Nicolay, which I think uh, he deserves he deserves to get a little attention. Now, over the years, he's been kind of changed his avenue a little bit. He's doing like more like mellow scores type music. And he's done stuff with projects with foreign exchange that's a little bit more R&B-ish. But the Nicolay I'm going to focus on, I, I always say it's two versions of Nicolay. Right. There's the early, there's the mid-2000s version of Nicolay, and then there's the Nicolay of today. We're not going to focus on the latter. We're going to focus on the above, and that's basically all the stuff that he's done that really made all of us fall in love with his production and fall the album Connected. Like, this is, like, so a lot of the stuff that I'm going to mention, a lot of you hip-hop heads have probably heard already, but... You know, for those yeah, two, who don't dude, know, dude, 2004 you know, Nicolay was was oh man, Whew. he was the MVP. 2004 man. Nicolay was like 1994 Pete Rock. Yes, dude, yes, he was the MVP, man. I I was bumping that heavy, heavy in the Chevy's eleven. I didn't have a Bonneville. <laughs> the Bonneville, the Bonneville had passed on. <laughs> Yeah, the the Bonneville uh, passed away, man. I had to go ahead. I had to, the great Chevy celebrity, man. You know, <laughs> but it was rocking, dude. It had some nice sounds. Had <laughs> Corey. Had shouts out to Corey Russell, even though he, you know, he's not back in the truth. But uh, he, you know, hooked up my sounds for me in, in, in the Chevy, so I was able to still rattle, you know. And yeah, Nicolay was definitely heavy in the sound system. But I'm gonna get to these tracks, man. I'm gonna get to these tracks. A lot of them are really, a lot of the majority of the tracks are really from a couple of his, uh, the, the, the connected from Foreign Exchange, and also uh, his first instrumental project that he did back in 2005. 
And so I'm going to just lay them out. And then I, I'm sure, like, you feel free to add whatever I miss because it's so Dude, much. right, right. Honestly, 15. Honestly, he was in my queue for like producers to break down. So I might throw on some. I might throw on some bonus cuts on your mix. All right, that's cool. That's cool. Uh, so I'm gonna attack City Lights, which is his uh, first instrumental album. Light it up. This was just an amazing album, first of all. But light it up. Um, City sounds. Mm. Which is also off the album Fantastic Which is also And then uh, off that album City Lights And then Indian Summer Which is one of my favorite tracks It's real laid back It's one of those tracks Yeah man when like If I'm like on a road trip Or something and we just You just driving you see cornfields Mountains and stuff man you put that track on bro You just man It blends right in dude Blends right in perfectly, but uh, Sunshine Life. Oh, I love Sunshine Life. I actually did a track off that and performed at one of my open mics back in 2005. That's how much I loved that. You know, I was loving Nicolay at the time. Yeah, man, you was you was you was you was burning it up on the on the uh, on the stage with the stage performances, man. At one point, I, I was trying, man. I, when you was on the stage, <laughs> when you was on the stage, I was in the booth. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I, I I had to build up courage, man. Nobody didn't want to do it, like so. I'm like, man, man, I'm tired of all these people in, in sandals and, and and socks on. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Talking about some, you can't don't be eating bacon, man. I'm like, man, go on. I'm, I want a pork chop in my plate, man. Give me this microphone, so I can I, I'm tired. I, you know, people up there singing and. You know, people up there dancing to DMX, what you really want. Like, man, let me go up there and spit, dude. Like, if they can do that, I can do this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, let me rock the mic. But yeah, you got Sunshine Life. That's, I mean, that's excellent. Yeah, Sunshine Life. I uh, got The Sopranos, which is a little fun track he did towards the end of that album. Um, I Am The Man, which is off uh, Foreign Exchange. I think it was the second, their second project. Which wasn't really that good But that was like one of the very few highlights Of that album No, 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 that was his That was off the album here um, I Am The Man featuring Black Spade there, I do have an instrumental to that track And I, I just love that track it's, it's just a, you know Really nice track And then I got Raw Life How could you Yeah, not? gotta have Raw Life how could you not like Joe Scudder, dude? Like, I don't even want to start. I go all day on that song. Let's move, which is a nice, fun track. Um, Nick's groove, and these are all off connected, man. Like, connected is a, is just a great album. I love but connected. Yeah, I groove. love connected. It's it's. I got I got some sentimental value with that album because it was it was where that album has sentimental value to me because it was it was what I was bumping when I first started dating my wife. Oh, nice, nice. That was a great. I actually, this is how I found out about Connected, and this is what put me up on Nicolay. Actually, somebody came in a barbershop. I was working at Gordy's at the time. Somebody came in a barbershop. I forgot who it was, but he he was a DJ. He used to get his hair cut by 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 CC, and he used to leave us with CDs and stuff like that. And he was up on his hip hop and everything. 
and he made a little mix CD. And one of the songs off that, the very first song off that CD was Happiness. And I was like, man, what is this? And I I never did research on it. I just happened to go to Dr. Wax. And I was attracted to the album cover of Connected. I'm like, man, this is a great album cover, first of all. Oh, Fonte from Lil Brother is on here? Oh, I'm definitely buying this. Bought it and figured out all like, oh this is where that came from so it was like man i fell in love with the album ever since uh so happiness is definitely one of the tracks that i put on the list also all that you are is of dope. course gotta and the, an- the answer to me is the most underrated song on connect the way fonte and, and uh, come in on his verse dude is just it's crazy dude and that that, that beat is just like you don't know where like when it comes on you don't know where it's going but then like when you pick up on it when the rappers pick up on it dude it's just like oh okay and this is just a perfect freestyle beat like it's just amazing man so yeah these those are all the songs that i got from Nicolay, if you got more in, feel free to throw them on. Yeah, I'm a definitely Nicolay's. I'm a definitely one. One I wanted to highlight the the hitting the hidden instrumental at the end of Brave New World. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yes, yes, yes. Great instrumental. Yeah, yeah. Add that <laughs> <to it. laughs> I'm a guy with that. Yeah, man. But yeah, if you if you want to, you know, feel free to listen to the tracks after the show. Ian's gonna definitely have them available. I'm gonna post them too. You know, a lot of people have been jumping on our uh, tracks. So hey, hey, y'all, this is gonna this is gonna be a a a spectacular two mixes, man. We got Ayatollah, we got Nicolay, we got we got the rough and rugged with Ayatollah, but we got the smooth and refined with Nicolay, man. So we got something for everybody. Exactly. Check them out. Check exactly. them out. You can, drink, you, can drink a, you can drink a beer to one of them. You can drink a latte to <laughs> A nice, fresh, cold beer. A nice a nice no. kale smoothie for uh, Nicolay. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like I said, with Nicolay, listen to a lot of his earlier work, man, if you really want to get into him. Don't start from where he's at now. Are you going to be like, no, nah, this ain't for me. So, with that said, I I, I want to get into this dead space, man. I just want to share this quick story real quick before we give out awards. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, I, I want to get into this dead space, man. When I went to... This happened to me during the summer. All right. I went to Aldi's. Actually, I want to just break down a scenario. I went out in field service, right? And on this particular day, I just went out to take the group out. But I had some errands to run because it was really the only day I could really run errands before I go to work. So in my day to take the group out is usually Wednesdays. And so that's just my day to go out, period. But I was like, man, I got to run errands because I'm not going to have a car later. I'm going to have to take the train to work. So I just took the group out and left. So I took the group out, went to Aldi's just to grab a couple of items. You know, you you shop at Aldi's, right? Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. All right. Usually when you got a couple of items, you know, 
people will let you get in front of them, all that stuff, you know, sometimes if they got a lot of groceries, that happens, you know. But today, I, I, I end up, that, that particular day, I end up going to Aldi's and it was like around 9.30. So the store was fairly empty, but it was a couple of people in line in front of me. There was a Arabic family that was getting their groceries scanned. And then there was two Caucasian ladies standing in front of me. And they didn't have that many items. I didn't have that many items either. So the Arabic family had cases of grapes. That like eight in, eight in each pack. Like they owned like their own corner store or whatever. And so the, the lady at all these the, Cases the of cash, grapes? Yeah, cases of grapes. Like three cases with eight of them in each one of them. So she had to take the grapes out one by one to scan them. Oh, to weigh them and everything And so what she did was She took the grapes out collectively Put the boxes in the cart Because she already had Scanned all the rest of their groceries So really wasn't no room to put The you know case You know put the grapes back in the case And all that other stuff She just put them back in the in the cart Put the, put the grapes in the cart after she scanned them so I guess the Arabic lady, who's the mother, she didn't agree with that. She wanted her to put all the grapes in the box after she scans them. The lady was like, hey, you know, I can't, you know, I can't do that. You know, you don't have enough room in your car for me to do all of that and everything. So the lady gets very upset and says, all right, well, I don't want the grapes then. Just take them all off. And so she took them all off and everything and the Arabic mom she's she's constantly yelling at the cashier being real disrespectful right and so the father who's standing there he's on his cell phone he he comes in he's like oh whoa 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 wait a minute I want these grapes I want these grapes right he's like just just you know it was one more he she had already did two boxes at this point it was only one more box of grapes left she's like he was like scan those boxes I mean those grapes and then put them back in the boxes. She was like, no, I can't do that. So he started yelling at me. So they both yelling at the cashier. The Caucasian lady standing in front of me was getting upset. And the lady was like, just started yelling. The Caucasian lady started yelling at the Arabic lady talking about some. This is Aldi's. Hello, this is Aldi's. You bag your own groceries. You box your own groceries. Now take your groceries or and get out of this store or because you're holding up the line. And <laughs> the Arabic mom looked at her, pointed at her and told her, you shut your mouth. <laughs> Next thing you know, Caucasian lady says, shut my mouth. Well, you know what you can do? You can take you, your kids and your groceries and get out of here and go back to the country where you came from. Uh, and then she turned around and looked at me. And I'm looking at her like, all right, I was in my head. I'm like, I was with you until you said that last part. So <laughs> she looked at me. I looked away. I was like, nope, I ain't, in, I ain't involved in this one. <laughs> I ain't involved in this one. So she looked away. Yeah, yeah. So she started. Caucasian lady's like, "Oh snap, I'm outnumbered." I got now she now she upset. Meanwhile, the father's calling the police. The father's on the phone, police, dude. On the phone with the police. He calling up the police so the police can show up and shoot you. Right. (laughs) 
I'm I'm man, Ronnie, I would have been so out of that store. I'm like, man, I'm not sticking around for this. Just for the cops to show up and shoot me. <laughs> so look, check this out. Check this out. So so after they end up leaving without their groceries, right? They just left their groceries there. They go outside and you know, the Caucasian lady, she's still going off. She's still going off. She's scanning her groceries. She leaves. So I come up. I scan my groceries. I'm laughing and joking with the cashier. Like, man, you know, these people need to, you know, wash their mouths, man. You know, like, come on, man. Both of them was wrong. You know what I mean? So, you know, I was like, I just told her, like, keep doing what you're doing. You, She held her composure. Shouts out to that cashier, too, at Aldi, man. She held her composure through all of it. She didn't get ratchet back. She was just, you know, keeping it professional, keeping it 100. I told her she's doing a good job. I ended up getting my groceries. I walk out. Police got the Caucasian lady hemmed up, dude. What? Got the got her hemmed up. I'm like, I didn't stick around to see what else happened. But I left. <laughs> <laughs> I left. Hey, dude. Roddy, you was like me with that shooting on my block. <laughs> like, oh, what happened? <laughs> I thought I heard shots. <laughs> I'm like, no, nah, man, I ain't sticking around, man. I ain't sticking around for this. Oh, so I, man, I thought you right was out. about to tell a crazy story, man. I'm like, I'm listening to it. I'm like, man, this sounds kind of tame. Like, dude, for my job, I'm in grocery stores all day, okay? I, I work you know what, Ian? I forgot about that. You always see stuff, man. I do too much, man. Too much. I do. I can do a whole segment week by on a weekly basis of stuff I see. Dude, I just one store. I'm so glad I don't have it no more. The Food for Less on 70 for Ashland. I was in there putting up putting up a display one time. This dude came running in the store like 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 he was running for his life, like looking for the management. So they were some dudes trying to kill him outside, waiting for him, and they chased him into the store. So dude ran to the store because he figured like, okay, maybe they won't kill me in the store. And dude that was that was waiting for him, like he was standing at the door yelling at the security guard. He was like, yo, beat him. I'm going to kill dude. Soon as he come outside. I'm like, hey, man, let me get out of here, man. Let me get out of here. Anytime you hear somebody say, on my gang, I'm going to kill dude, you can yeah. trust. You can trust their intent on killing that individual. And dude, and he looked sincere. He, he, I can see the sincerity in his eyes. Like, yeah, yeah, he is going to kill that dude. <laughs> Dude, I got stories for days, man. I got stories for days. That's that's that was a nice little that was a nice little tame regional conflict you witnessed. <laughs> yeah, that was, that that's some north side type stuff, man. Stuff that you see at shopping say. Like, man, I don't like I like I, mean, I was like <laughs> I drove away like man, maybe I should have stayed out in service. <laughs> <laughs> Man, so they had her hemmed up. You said so. What were they like searching her? Did they have her in cuffs? Man, they had her quest. They had her pinned, bro, to the to, to the police cop, just questioning her. And the the Arabic lady still going off on her and everything. And the cop is like trying to tell her to calm down and everything. The kids, I I forgot to mention this. The kids start crying after she told them to go back where they came from. It was a mess, dude. Oh wow. And on top of that, I, I I left this out. The manager of Aldi came out when she heard the dispute. You know what she did? She just came out, canceled the order, went right back to her office. Oh wow! So she wasn't even really trying to get involved. No, she wasn't trying to get. She just left her cashier out there to drive. 
Dang, so, man. Yeah, man. But I will say this, man. I've been I, I've been to that all these a few more times after that. I have not seen that cashier since. Mm, hopefully, she got a better job. Hopefully, she got a better job. That, you know what? That's a good way of looking at it, man. Because I was going to say, I hope she didn't get fired. But, yeah, I hope she got a better job because... That little thirteen fifty at Aldi, that ain't worth it, man. Yeah, it ain't worth getting yelled at because you wouldn't do something ridiculous. Right, taking nobody got time to be taking grapes out one at a time and then putting. No, that's what you do as a customer. You box your own groceries. That's that's what Aldi's has always been about. Yep. So it is what it is. Uh, quick, quick shout out, shout out to uh, Mariano's. For being better than Whole Foods, I just I love Mariano's, man. I don't know about you, dude, but dude, Mariano's is is, is my is my store, dude. Like like they do they liquor section is off the chain. I love they 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 individual micro craft uh, micro brewery beers or whatever. Um, I love Mariano's, man. They, they samples is always on point, man. Dude, I was in I was in Whole Foods, the new one on uh 95th and Western Monday, man. It was like three o'clock in the afternoon uh, for you know for work or whatever. I kid you not. There was one customer in the store. Mm. One customer. I'm, I'm like, I'm like, man. I don't know how long this 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 Whole Foods gonna stay open over here. Wow. <laughs> one customer in the entire store at three o'clock in the afternoon. I'm like, All right. Whole Foods is expanding a little too quick. Whole Foods is overpriced. Their their food section, like where you can get lunch and stuff like that, is overrated. It's terrible compared to like I like how Mariano's do it, man. Some days they dedicate to, to Taco Day, like they, other days they'll have like ribs, and other days they have like grilled chicken. Like they they hook it up, dude. Like they oh, you having all this kale and coleslaw and cheese broccoli, like. Yeah, dude, they were giving away samples. They were giving away samples of like mozzarella balls, like covered in like some some green pesto sauce. It looked like throw up, dude. It was it was it looked terrible. It looked terrible. Yeah. I was like, nah, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Whole Foods, you get the dead face this week, man. As far as... <laughs> that, that's terrible. That, that's terrible. Also, I'm giving the dead face also to Tony's. I don't know if you up on Tony's. Um, I know about Tony's. I've never actually been in one. Oh, it's so overpriced. Overpriced. The, the stock is terrible. You can't find nothing. Everything is everywhere. Shopping carts look like trash. Like I wish they would just close that place down, dude. And then they and then they have they have a bunch of like high schoolers working there that hate their job, don't want to be there. They give you attitude when you scan your stuff. I'm like, man, I ain't coming back up there no more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I need my shopping experience to be enjoyable. Yeah, definitely. So with that said, I got some awards to get out to conclude the show. We got a, our brand new milk carton award. I don't know if you got an award set for this one. I do, I do. Who you got? I got Game of Zones, man. Where they at? Where they at? I, I ain't seen an episode in like six months. I think they trying to wait until the playoffs, which I don't like. I wish they would just do it like... Well, that's still a whole nother year from now. Right, man. I don't like the way the whole year. I like... like 
it's not this is not as funny as Game of Zone, but I know with the NFL Bleacher Report do those uh Gridiron Heights series and they do them throughout the whole season. And I just wish that Game of Zones would do that. Yeah, they used to drop. Didn't Game of Zones used to drop like right before the season started and then they would do and then they would yeah. do another one till like playoff season or right after playoff season. Like right. I haven't seen one in a minute. No, they should. Yeah, I agree. They should drop one as to like do one to like what happened during free agency and everything. And even even though like they came with it last the last season, they came with it with the whole Jimmy Butler killing everybody thing. That was nice, but like it's, it's it was fun. It would be it would have been funnier if it would have came out in the wake of all the Jimmy Butler stuff that was happening last year. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, I agree with you, man. Game of Zones, man. Come on. You played yourself award. I got two awards to give out. Okay. For this one. Uh, number one, Daryl Morey. <sighs> He's Darryl always Morey. playing himself, man. Oh, man, dude. Now, he, he, he made some comments about this whole China-Hong Kong thing that basically put the NBA in a bad spot and that with China. And it all sparked because of his stupid tweet that he tried to delete, but it was too late. It's like, come on, Daryl, man. Like, you don't have to have an opinion about everything, dude. Get your Houston Rockets at a championship level and win a title. How about that? He played. He played yourself, dude. You played yourself. And my second award goes to the McCaskies. (laughs) Um, here's the reason why. As you are aware, the Bears lost Sunday. They were in London. And the Bears lost. Oh my God, this is shocking. Yeah, yeah the Bears <laughs> lost on Sunday, but but um, something interesting that the McCaskies did that I found was kind of cheap, if you under you know what I mean. They, the Oakland Raiders, the good old Oakland Raiders, uh, who won the game, who defeated the Bears, made them look really bad. They were smart about things. Right after they played their previous game on Sunday, they decided to fly out to London on Monday. You know what the Bears do? You know what Miss, the, the, the McCaskies do? They say, oh, you know what? Nah, we're not going to fly the Bears out that early. You know, We don't want them to enjoy the, the, the nightlife of London and get distracted from, from playing a good game against Oakland. So we're going to fly them out on Friday. What? Dude, they probably still had jet lag. You can tell by the way they played on Sunday. They looked it like trash. All across the board. The defense looked trash. The and, and and all this and another thing too, man. All these Bears fans, all these Trubisky haters talking about, oh, the offense looks better with Chase Daniels in it. Dude, I was like, y'all need to pre- stop the stop the presses. Stop yeah, the presses. The He's a backup. Pump, pump the brakes here. Pump the brakes. Y'all jumping, y'all jumping ahead a little bit. Don't get too excited about Chase Daniels. I try to tell people, look what happened. Play like trash. Play like trash. Dude, why couldn't they just fit the bill for them for the team to stay in London for a few more days so they could at least get acclimated to the time zone? That's such a that oh my god. That's factor. That's another factor. That's why McCass the men and McCassie's are stupid. They they're so cheap, man. And, and that's why the Bears, the Bears deserve to lose that game Sunday night. 
that you know because of their stupidity of not wanting to pay for an earlier flight for them to go down there and get settled and, and enjoy you know that let, let, let your players enjoy London man the Oakland players they were out there taking selfies and touring the city and doing all those things man they were fine they came out and played well like come on man <laughs> classic classic so, classic anyway. bears man they, they, that was the one even bring cheerleaders classic <laughs> yeah won't let that go that's, that's uh, crazy got, to me man? that's crazy to me I'm no. sorry but that's crazy <laughs> Hey, it ain't never gonna happen as long as Virginia's alive. Well, uh, you gotta you play yourself. In yes, place. Baker Mayfield. Oh, woo! He would not shake the hands. Okay, go ahead, man. I'll let you. He would not shake the hands of the San Francisco 49ers before the game. They took it personal and they put him on his behind. Mm-hmm. Richard Sherman, man. Hey, shouts out to Richard Sherman calling him out too, and Bosa for. For doing a little uh, celebration, basically, I guess back when May when Mayfield was in college, he did like a he put his flag on the visiting team's um, field, pretty much, and in front of Nick Bosa when he was on the opposite team. So when Bosa sacked him in the game Monday, he impersonated Mayfield as a result, which I thought was hilarious. So. Yeah, man, the orange helmets. Like, like, man, what would we, what have we been saying, Ian? What have we been saying? The orange helmets are overrated, dude. dude. They and they got a, they, they got a knack. They got a knack for just choosing the worst quarterbacks, dude. They, <laughs> dude, they're batting a thousand, man. They're batting a thousand with these terrible quarterbacks and with them orange helmets, man. Come on, man, change your, change your decorum, man. Step it up. Show some pride in yourself. Please, man. They thought signing Oak, uh, trade for Odell Beckham was going to rescue their franchise. They ain't even throwing to him. They don't have a quarterback to throw to him. Nope. How about that? Get a quarterback that can throw to him. Then, then we can talk. And then they don't even have a good defense. So, uh, anyway. S is the oldest award. I'll let you go first because I, I, mine's is going to be kind of long. Mine's is mine I'm, I'm i'm spraying my on marcus morris of the new york knicks man <laughs> now, i thought he was gonna get a cutty award <laughs> no cutty award i almost did until he said something after the game that i, I was like no nah, man you're gonna get it yeah <laughs> I, I like what he did the whole thing get guy was playing close on him he threw a little elbow at him then he hit him with the basketball and everything Nice, nice, good old fashioned Knicks fun, right? And he says after the game, "We're not taking no ish this year." What? What? Y'all the Knicks? Like, y'all the Knicks? Y'all gonna take? Y'all Knicks, gonna take dude. plenty of ish? <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nobody come to see you, Marcus. Man, come on somewhere, dude. Like who is who is we? <laughs> who yeah. is we? You and Julius Randle? <laughs> Only one said something. He act like they the defending champs or something. We ain't gonna, we ain't gonna hey. take no mess. Dude, my, my essence of Otis is going to T.I., man. I'm sorry, man. He had been, he had been, you know, uh, making headlines for the right reasons recently, man. But I gotta, I gotta give him the essence, man. He has this podcast, apparently. And he, 
one of his guests, his most recent guest, was the right wing like nut job Alex Jones, who mm-hmm. just Google this guy, man. But he got up there and tried to say him and Ti, they they wouldn't come out and say it. They wouldn't come out and say it like point blank. But they inferred that Burger Kings and possible Whoppers are made from human meat. <laughs> yes. And they were doing all this extrapolation. Yeah, but well, a company that makes Impossible Burgers, that makes this all this vegan food, is owned by Bill Gates. And Bill Gates read a book that was written by this guy who also at one time said that we need to implement population control. And that the government is trying to implement cannibalism to control everybody and get rid of people. And the Pentagon is setting up this plan on how to how to shoot down zombies. And I'm like, whoa, whoa. I, I like had to turn it off. I'm like, I'm like, yo, this is going off the rails. Like, just uh, just I, be like, just, I'm, just I'm, say, just say, I hey, I don't want to be a vegan. Just say, hey, I want to eat meat. Why do you have yeah. to assign all these yeah. sinister things to this company that's that's doing vegan food? Like, it's just foolish. Just just why why does everything have to be this deep sinister thing like like maybe you just don't like vegetarian food and that's 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 okay but don't try to sit up here and be like yeah i'm not eating it because it's really humans yeah that's that's trash dude that's trash see i I ain't ain't nobody trying to see you man yeah yeah stop it dude You, you reaching man you reaching bro all right up next cutty award Cuddy Award is going to Lance Stevenson for his his stellar his stellar debut with the Liaoning Flying Leopards. He scored thirty one points and had eight rebounds. He was dunking all over everybody on that court, dude. It was spectacular. The goat the goat is running it in China. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. I I, I agree, man. I. I, I... I agree, man. I can't. I can't argue. I can't put a Cuddy Award. Over. That's the goat. Like whenever the goat features in an award, you can't put another award over that award. Like that's it. Like I, I don't have nothing. That the, the Cuddy Award stays with Lance Stevenson this week. Thirty-one and eight, man. He's just getting started. He's just warming was- up, dude. By the time, dude. By the time the season is over, Lance Stevenson, mark more words, he's going to be averaging sixty points a game. He was out there shimmying too, bro. Yep, shimmying and dunking everything. Doing everything, running point, like somebody gonna pick him. Somebody better pick up Lance Stevenson before the season is over with. Hey man, not- this this is what needs to happen. The winner of the 2020 NBA Finals should play Lance Stevenson's Chinese team, and then you will see who the real world champion is. <laughs> hey, I got an even better solution, and I'm, I'm I, I, you gonna like this suggestion. How about this? Since your dream matchup, Cl- clone Lance Stevenson. Huh? You said clone Lance Stevenson? <laughs> no, 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 not clone Stevenson. But I'm saying your dream, your dream NBA Finals is for Portland to be featured in NBA Finals, right? Yeah. Why not add Lance Stevenson to that team, dude? Dude. Dude, come on, man. Trophies, and- for, trophies for days. Open for that, and and on top of that, he can rap. Oh, I forgot about that. Him and Dane yeah. can get on the track together. Oh man, they'd be running it. They'd be running the rap we game and the NBA. Yeah, we already featured one of his tracks last season. So hey, yeah, yeah, let's do that. 
Lance, you heard it here first, man. Listen to the podcast, dude. Make it Call happen. Up Portland. Make it happen. Definitely. Um, it's a shame award. I'm I it's a shame what happened to the men. And I don't even watch I'm not even watching the baseball playoffs, but I looked this up and I was I shook my head on this one, man. But it's a shame what happened to the Minnesota Twins. They got swept by the Yankees. But not only did they get swept by the Yankees, man, they got outscored. 23 to 7. Whoa. <laughs> 23 to 7. They put up some football numbers, man. <laughs> Dude, that's crazy. Like, you can't, for three games, you can only score seven runs. And the Yankees scored 23 in three games. That's video game numbers. Oh, and wow. They, and a nice little fun fact. Both of those teams were two of the top home running home run hitting teams of the season this past season. So Minnesota got no excuse to be getting swept and giving up twenty three runs and only putting up seven when you got all those bats in that lineup. That that that's that's an embarrassing way to to, to uh, season where nobody expected Minnesota to do anything. So yeah, it's a shame what happened to the Twins. Yeah, man, for sure. Yeah, I don't. I don't have a, it's the same award this week. All right. Well, that'll that'll just about do it, man. I gotta go cut some hairs for for my new black female manager, and uh, that's what we gotta do. And I got I gotta go sell this crack, and, and I'm, I'm I'm expanding my <laughs> I'm expanding my inventory. I got I, I'm not only selling crack. I got hair on, and and I got tap oh. apples. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, hey, oh. Oh, Nita also wants to know when 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 you need that. We need. Oh, that, I need bro. that by this weekend. I need that by this weekend. By, by this weekend. Oh, oh, definitely, definitely. I let her know. Yeah, money got to be in. Uh, money got to be in Monday morning, man. So I need it by this weekend. Holla, holla at your boy. I'm out here. I'm selling taffy apples. I'm selling crack. Whatever you need, I got it. All right, cool. I cool. might even have crack that taffy is. apples. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you gonna have Tyrone Biggins in front of your house, dude. Yeah, man, but yeah, that that that'll do it, man. You got those, you got them tattoo apples. Check check out check out these mixes. Check out the Nicolay. Check out the Ayatollah. And check out these beats at the end of the show. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And with that said, we'll see y'all on the next. All right.